Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Thursday, and this is the fifth week of the Easter season. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia! Christ is risen indeed. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Hebrews chapter 4, beginning this morning at verse 9. So then a Sabbath rest still remains for the people of God. For those who enter God's rest also rest from their labors as God did from his. Let us therefore make every effort to enter that rest so that no one may fall through such disobedience as theirs. Indeed, the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing until it divides soul from spirit, joints from marrow. It is able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart, and before him no creature is hidden, but all are naked and laid bare to the eyes of the one to whom we must render an account. When we hear that the word of the Lord is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, it all sounds rather fierce. And we are reminded that there is nothing that we can hide from God. That God not only knows what we do in public and in secret, but also why we do it and the whole story around it. And yet, nevertheless, we can also hear words of comfort and grace here in this passage that remind us and tell us that God has prepared a place of rest for those of us who believe, who trust, who follow uh, in, in, in God. There is a part of God's word then that convicts us of sin and lays bare before God uh, every part of us. And there's a part of God's word that speaks forgiveness, mercy, and comfort. As Lutherans, we believe that God's word is living and active. That means that it is not just words on a page or static rules or regulations or some kind of guidebook to living, but it is God's own spirit at work in our hearts. And the way that God's word is at work within us is by the means of law and gospel. That God's word is living and active also reminds us that God's word does something to us. We're changed in our encounter with it. Through the word, God convicts us of sin and leads us to repentance. And through the word, that same word, God announces our forgiveness, peace, and rest. 
Through the law, we see how our own efforts lead us away from God. But through the good news of Jesus Christ, we are led to trust in God's gracious love for us. Of this, the Israelites are an example for us to consider and always keep before us that God acted powerfully to save them and to sustain them in the wilderness, so that when they live, they live by faith. But when they decided that they would go their own way and do things according to their own desires, or to even be more rebellious whenever they questioned or complained about God's gifts for them, then they turned away from God's peace and God's rest, the peace of rest that come by faith. So God's word cuts both ways, deeply, as the law, as we see ourselves in the Israelites, in need to repent and turn back and draw close to God, and deeply as the good news of God's love for us in Jesus that saves us from ourselves and gives us the peace that comes by faith in God, the rest that Jesus himself has entered into by his faith in the Heavenly Father, and that by entering into that, by his resurrection from the dead, the peace that he gives to us and promises us. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of all of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord, who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, and for the gifts of relationship with others. Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for the people, the ministries, the leaders of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For what else do we ask this morning? Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power, that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 
Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.